Hello everyone, this is the Emporium Podcast, and I am your host, Josh, and I am back with another episode. And today, if you didn't know, Quark is more than just that wonderful little wine stopper in a bottle. It can be everything from a bag to a hat, and if you have not shopped Artisan, then you should. And I am joined today by Christy Lundy, the owner of Artisan. Hello, Christy. How are you doing today? Doing great, Josh. Thank you. Wonderful. I appreciate you joining me because I know everybody's busy. You're an entrepreneur. Everybody gets down to business all during all the days and we know you've got a lot to do so thank you we appreciate the time appreciate you thank you so first you got this who what when where so where are you from who are you what do you do you know give me a little background on who you are and what got how, you started and all this craziness. how far back i'm i'm not a young one but uh you look young to me so <laughs> grew up in primarily in green bay wisconsin really? my family moved mm-hmm. to colorado when i was in junior high school uh, we, my dad started his medical practice or restarted it in Colorado Springs. I was there till I graduated and then I made a beeline for Southern California and was there for 40 plus years actually. Um, and then just came back to Colorado about three years ago. Really? And here I am. What part of Southern California? little beach town called San Clemente. San Clemente. It yes. sounds familiar. Western White House back in the day when really? Nixon was after he left the White House. Even before, I think, he vacationed there. Really? It's it, Those are days long gone, but that yeah. was its little claim to fame. Same for a while. And after yeah. the whole Nixon administration just became like quiet little beach town, right? Yes. Which it's, is beautiful. It's a lovely little town. Raised my children there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was there for... A few decades, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, what's the transition like from like from the yeah. beach to essentially yeah. the high mountains and plains? Yeah, oh. you know, honestly, I left Colorado for California because I loved the water. Uh, my parents, really? my family, were mountain lovers always. Were they and, skiers too? Yeah, we're all really? skiers. So it's been a it's been an adjustment, yeah. but um, family is here now, and they trump everything quite sure. honestly. And uh, it is a Colorado is a lovely place, and I am adapting. I do make pretty <laughs> frequent trips to the ocean. Do you? But um, yeah, uh, life is here right now. Sure. So, yeah, and it's good. All right, you're an entrepreneur. Where did the all right? So you own Artisan, right? And Correct. What do they specialize in? So I import cork products from Portugal. I actually just use one manufacturer in Portugal. It's the best I found, and not found a an additional one. Um, so yes, you are correct. It's handbags, it's wallets, it's hats, it's journals, it's jewelry. It's they do wonderful things with cork much more than just wine corks it's a trade in portugal sure. and really um, so people specialize in making stuff out of cork specifically correct often when a customer will come in and they recognize it's cork they've been to portugal other people really? are still quite surprised by what by all this product made from cork sure so there are cork forests in portugal and um they skim the cork from under the bark and it's sustainable to the trees they rotate it as i understand about every eight years 
And so they harvest the cork and then they transform it into this beautiful fabric, really, of which is very, very unique. Yeah. Um, and it is sustainable, it is vegan, um, and um, affordable, lightweight, durable. These are my selling points. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I loved how elegant it looked and the color of cork because. Yeah, if you guys visit the Emporium CR Castle Rock uh, Facebook page, my wife and I went and did a uh, little photo shoot with your stuff. And when she saw it, she was like, I didn't think cork could be this beautiful. I mean, she started holding the, the wallets, the, the shirt, the hat. She goes, wow, this is, this is really nice. It really is. But I don't think people, you know, would ever think about cork being something so elegant. So Not many. I yeah. feel like um, when I moved here, mm -hmm. I hoped that the product would gain some traction here sure. that it would be unique of course it has the colorado vegan points and yeah. it looks pretty um ecological is that right environmental yeah. very natural maybe natural is the sure. word um and it's true it is i'm finding people are really liking it yeah so it's been good so what made you decide to go into business for yourself? I mean, that's a huge yeah. jump. It's just not like somebody decides one day they want to be a, an entrepreneur. So what got you started? Well, in my last years at in California, I was pretty much retired, retired from my career. Mm -hmm. So then I was asked to partner in an artisan store in San Clemente, and I'd never really done anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, but we put together a store, it's still ongoing, it's called the San Clemente really? Store. And um, yeah, it's doing really well, I'm still involved with it there. And one of my friends had visited Portugal and she was selling cork in our store and, and doing very well. So when I made the move to Colorado, I thought, well, maybe I could try that out here. Mm -hmm. So sought out some artisan stores here, knew of a couple and launched it about two years ago, right after COVID. Really? Yeah. I met a lot of people who had started businesses during COVID and just after. Yeah. Which some people thought was crazy and some people thought was genius. And a lot of people who have survived that have, have done it. Well, did COVID really affect what you did? I, you know, I really hadn't done it beforehand. Uh, so I ordered still in the midst of COVID thinking I wanted to be ready when, when things did come mm -hmm. back to life again. Did. How did we know it would drag on so long? We did not know that. I know. But, um, and it's really a hobby business, but it's it's growing and it's and it's doing well. It's good. And I enjoy it, yeah. Hmm. What did you do before this? I was a CPA and then a CFO in a real estate investment company. Really? In my career, yeah. That's a dramatic transformation. Yeah. Well, you know, this kind of... Uh, feeds my artistic side which never really happened in my career but also the accounting background is really helpful. Gotta be huge for you it's right. It's really helpful yeah. so yeah it, it just uses a lot of my skill sets and, and it's fun and you meet great people and you get to shop but then you get to sell what you buy so it's not so devastating to your finances. Just, yeah because you, when you walk through the Emporium there's plenty of things you want to take home. You just yeah, kind of got to choose sometimes. You do. So. Absolutely. Emporium come, has beautiful things. Where'd you come up with the name Artisan? Because it's spelled a little differently. Yeah. Where did I come up? I wanted artists. I wanted it to be a play on artisan. Mm -hmm. 
Boy, you know what? I think I looked it up, and I think it is a word in some language. Oh, no, I've, I can't even remember. But sure. my son did the logo for me, and really just a play on, yeah. play on the word artisan. Sure. That's where I came from. A lot of people tell me, it's like, it's got good SEO. And you're like, no. Oh. <laughs> I like that one. And then some folks are like, we just wanted to combine two words. So it's yeah. always an interesting um, development. Yeah. Here I feel kind of lame that I don't remember what where I found it. But it, it is, it's a translation in sure. some language. Absolutely. It's somewhere. It's half the battle as long as it's in a language somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so what's your favorite? Like, what's your... What's the perfect outfit that you think that your your products line up with? Hmm. Well, they ha- generally have a lot of color, so you you kind of want to be a color person. There are some plain bags as well, but the prints are beautiful. Um, it has a real natural look. I find that I buy the patterns that I like, mm-hmm. and so and then I think it just it's really kind of fascinating to see what people are attracted to sure um so not so much an outfit i would say there's a lot of styles of the cork bags there are small ones totes larger bags a lot of a lot of cell phone bags a lot of fanny packs things for hiking um so it really fits a lifestyle i guess more than an outfit Mm. Mm. but um at the same time, they're really unique, so it's not something you see sure. every day. Because I got to imagine, since cork is just like a snowflake in that it is unique to itself, because the pattern is always different. It never looks the same. And one, I think it's beautiful. And two, how much is that as a challenge to you for what you, you you have? Because your suppliers are always always going to be keeping something a little different, yeah. right? So how have you navigated that? Yeah, that's that's a little tricky because they'll. Um, They'll come up something, come up with something that's been really popular, and then they stop making it. Really, and um, that's that happens all the time. Actually, I do custom make certain styles that I know sell really well, um, but I'm really at the whim of what they design and what they make, and so I repeatedly get customers saying, "You know, I saw this bag and I didn't buy it. Do you have any more?" And it's oh. like, no. If you see it, you gotta snag you gotta, it. You gotta get it then because yeah. it's yeah. yeah. Wow, so that's a super. That's a really big challenge for you. Yes, because that's always well. It's it's a lot of variety, you know. Yeah, it makes for a lot of variety, but definitely um, always changing the product line. Yeah, except for what I custom make is always changing. So, so when you say custom, what do you mean by that? They so they'll make the cork designs in bolts mm. of fabric. And really? That's how it if comes? I order, yes, if I order a certain amount, I can use the cork designs that I like on the styles of bags that I find to be popular. But it's, it's, I can't do it a lot. Yeah. I have to make quite a large quantity. Sure. But it is helpful when they stop making a really popular bag that I can at least continue on offering that now are you ever able to take your designs personal designs and show it to them have them make them the exact way you want it done that yet and prices are rising their prices are rising i'm sure they're having a time over there uh the shipping costs are increasing and i really have wanted to keep 
a fair price point. Sure. Um, so every time we get into custom, it really kind of jacks the prices up. Sure. So uh, haven't done a lot of that. We'll see what the future holds, but haven't done a lot of that. Yeah, for it being such an elegant product, it's super affordable still. Try to keep really it that nice, way. Right? Try to keep it that way. I've cut my profit margins to try to keep it at a price point. You know, this whole season we're entering is a little uncertain as far as the economics and sure. what people can afford this this holiday season and what they're willing to spend. So I try to keep it fair so I do well and customers do well too. Sure. We'll see. So is your background as a CFO, are you seeing anything on the horizon that's kind of worrying you about small businesses and stuff like that? I don't want to get too far into yeah. politics and stuff like that, but what kind of fears and challenges are you about to face with stuff like that? Well, as I, I wouldn't business? say fear, yeah. but, um, you know, fashion is kind of a discretionary <laughs> item. It sure is, isn't it? It's fickle. Right. So, uh, if people feel squeezed as the Christmas season comes on, there's a lot of things affecting our pocketbook right now, a lot. Sure. And so, um, I mean, the Emporiums continue to do really well, happily. Yeah. But I, you know, will this be a year like last year? I don't, I don't know. So we'll just see. Those, yeah. I would say it's that, you know, people's cost of living has just right. been affected this year. It's been a shock to a lot of us. You know, yeah. Just gas and yeah. inflation on top of things. Exactly. So. Exactly. So we'll see what yeah. the retail world does this this season. And I, I talked to other vendors too, and I, I've i ordered a lot of lower lower cost items maybe. Sure. Maybe not the big ham, handbag, but the wallets are super popular. Items that are maybe under $40. And have sure. a large inventory of that. So. So what is your what's your top selling item right now? Probably wallets. Wallets. Actually. Yeah. The cork wallets. Really, yeah. I thought it would be like hat or bags. Yeah. Well, they're popular too. Yeah. But the wallets. <laughs> but I would say the wallets are kind of, a, yeah, definitely a go-to item for me. What's your favorite item there? If everyone that mm. every time that you want to grab one, what what do you go for? You know, it's always the design. It's the des the the cork designs that appeal to me. I like bright yeah. colors. Yeah. And so um, I personally carry a small handbag. Yeah. I don't shove a lot in it. Yeah. So, but you know, I have a lot of cork bags in my closet. <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> yes. So how do you forecast fashion? That is the one thing. I mean, that is yeah. the billion dollar question for every, every company out there, big or small. How do you forecast fashion? I, I don't think that I do. I'm not buying clothes. I'm not buying trendy things. Okay. I feel like my manufacturer has to forecast fashion oh. and then I choose what they offer uh -huh. from there. And it always comes down to me for personal preference. I, I just don't like to buy things I don't like, you know, so That's it like, kind yeah. of reflects my taste in fashion or not. Yeah. It's what I like. I do feel because it's a very natural looking product. It's pretty yeah. timeless in that respect, sure. I think. How long do some of these products last? I mean, cork, yeah. I'm unaware of how long well, it's Well, it depends to on how yeah. you take care of them. But I've literally Another had question, women yeah. come say they've carried a bag for 20 years. Not one of my really? bags. But 
um, that, that's based on the quality of the manufacturing. I mean, cork handbags can be super, super pricey. Mine are yeah. moderately priced. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, mine last, well, I don't know. I just keep rotating them. <laughs> <laughs> but I carry a small one that just, I just beat the heck out of it. Well, I guess I use my daughter as an example. She's a mother yeah. of two boys. She carries really? a tote. She doesn't take care of it particularly well and it's endured a couple years for her really? so ah, it's got good wear how do you take care of the cork product how do you treat yes uh really you don't have to do much if you want to clean it it's mild soap and water and uh that's really all the treatment it needs yes so is it gonna added much to that really so no. it, it, we live in colorado right and yeah. it is known for being one of the like super dry yeah. Not like parts of California where there's plenty of moisture in the yeah. air. And that does not seem to affect the bags. They're very incredible. subtle. Some of the some of the cork is really, really soft, some stiffer. Yeah. Um I have not noticed the weather affecting it. It's water resistant, so that isn't a factor. And um yeah. The only thing my big thing with customers when they ask how durable is it i say you just can't overstuff it you cannot overstuff it well, any pack, like really? a leather bag yeah. like some ladies throw 50 pounds in there i've you seen know. that and that yeah that'll shorten the life of anything <laughs> you know? including their shoulder <laughs> but um but other than that it, it's it's a durable product and it's lightweight in itself so that's a benefit for us you know you didn't i've never thought about it, but you're right that is super lightweight because it a leather handbag could weigh up to four pounds before you even put a thing, thing in, in it. it, right? And then right. It, as soon as you have the uh, right the accessories on there, the clamps, the yeah. everything on there, it could it's be up to five pounds. It's a real plus. It really is a real plus. And now that I'm thinking about it, your yeah. those products were super light, yeah. so they're like the hiker's dream too. Yeah, they're they're wow. um, well, I have some fanny packs that are pretty cool, but um, yeah. I would say for the for the handbags that women carry the medium sized yeah. handbags, kind of a lot of them are crossbody, but um, they're just lighter to carry around. So in that respect, I think they're a great alternative to leather. Yeah. Interesting. So let's switch gears a little bit here. You are at the Emporium. How did you find the Emporium? Mm -hmm. What um, how, what's the story behind that? How did I find the Emporium? I started out in a store in um, Park Meadows, which I'm still involved in. Really? And then, did I come to this town? I, or it could be just word of mouth You when you talk to other vendors. Actually, I think that's what it was. And came down here and I just love this store. I love this store. <laughs> love I love that. how it looks. Yeah. I love the customers that come. I love the staff. I love the music they play. I love the whole atmosphere. And I'm in other stores, and there's a difference. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of the store I started, so it reflects what I like. I like a lot of variety. I like beautiful vignettes of products, interesting displays, and I like great music. Yeah. And so um, it's just a fun atmosphere to shop in, and I love this store. I can't say enough good things about it. If I had oh. 10 of these, ooh, this would be more than a hobby business. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Do you ever see place. it 
do you want to go beyond a hobby business with it? Could you see this growing into something larger or do you just want to keep it where it's at? No, my husband sees dollar signs when he thinks of website selling and I said, no, no. I, really? So you're, you're, you're actually yeah. holding it back? Yeah. Because I think you, you could do extraordinarily well. Perhaps. Perhaps. I'm growing organically, let's just say that. Yeah. So I've expanded my space. I added a store. Another thing we're doing is trying some markets, um, some vintage, what do you call them? Art markets, vintage markets. There's, there's a lot in Colorado. So we're adding a few of those. Um, we kind of make little miniature vacations out of them sometimes. So, uh, you know, I have two grandsons. Yeah. They take up my time. I like to travel yeah. and uh, I do have a husband, so I don't want to be consumed with a career. I like having the flexibility and the freedom oh. of doing what I do. That's one of the sweetest answers I think I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good life. It is. It's a nice oh. way to sort of retire, but not retire. <laughs> Keep yourself just busy enough, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah. a lot of people who've hit retirement say the day they retired, they, they, they got bored. Yeah. Yes. Is that, so that's true. You agree with that? Well, I... Did you ever get that? I don't ever see myself just totally stopping. I, I feel like I can do this for years to come, you know, God well, willing. Yeah. Um, when I think of my husband retiring, I think, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you must keep working somehow <laughs> because um yeah who wants to retire and then not know what to do with all that precious time, time. So, yeah yeah what recently happened my daddy retired and he's like i'm just sitting here i was like well, you gotta find your mom crazy every day yeah exactly every day because so. she's like he's just honoring i'm like no he's i think he's bored i mean he right. he worked every day probably since he was his dad owned several businesses so he worked from like eight years old right I mean, just being in the shops, my great, my grandmother was a tailor, so she had a, a tailor shop. And I mean, he's known nothing but work for yeah. 60 plus years. And then now he's retired. And it's always one of the hardest questions. And I find that, you know, Emporium and merchant malls and stuff like that can be very good for you to still find something to do with your time, get the artistic hobby outlet. business and a hobby. And it's huge. But the thing is, yeah. is it becomes so popular and you start selling so much of it. I mean, it almost becomes a new life. If you, let own. It, you know, yeah. I know that some vendors have, especially I don't hand make my, my product. Yeah. It is handmade, but I don't hand make it. Sure. Uh, for those. Yeah. They're always going to be limited with their woodworking skills sure. and their sewing skills and such. But you don't have to grow it that big, you know, you don't yeah. have to. Maybe a personality is so driven they have to, but it really is a lovely, um, it's a lovely finish to a career to yeah. do this. It really you, is you are blessing. one of the most laid back people I have ever met. And I love it. <laughs> Even drinking coffee. Even drinking coffee. I, know. <laughs> I love coffee. <laughs> we both discussed that at the beginning. So. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to talk Thank to us today you. about this stuff. It's, it's really fun. nice to meet Thank new you. people and share stories. Because that's re it's really all about is to share the stories of our, right. our vendors at the Emporium. Because right. we're more than just shops. We're people, right? Exactly. And it's the stories behind them that I want to share it's with the so, world. So. It's so much more. Everything about it is so much more interesting than 
going to a store in the mall or a yeah. franchise. Yeah, big it's box. It's just um, the variety of the merchandise, yeah. the the artistic influence by the individuals behind it, the heart that goes into everything. It it's and it's small business. Sure. And it's as local as you can get. People feel good to yeah. support small businesses, and that's everything the Emporium is. Yeah. The store has the stole. The store has a soul, right? Really the does. big bark stores they don't have. They don't. The people there are still people, but there's just no, there's nothing, no, no soul there because it's just give us your money and get out. Right? And in the in the world we live in, and we're seeing corp- things at the corporate level that are not always wonderful to read about. But yeah. when you're in a cooperative with a, a small entrepreneurs who really love what they do and put yeah. their heart into it, yeah. it's um, and then you're supporting them on a local level. It's yeah. It's just great. I just right. I love it. It just has that feel of community to it that is absent yep. with those big places. So, yes, absolutely. All right. One last thing is how do people get a hold of you? What's your socials? What's the best way for them to get your product? Obviously, coming to the Emporium and shopping sure. is there, but uh, what social handles do you want to share with everyone? So, you know, Josh, this is not my favorite part of the business. <laughs> I do have an Instagram, okay, and I have a website. Okay. I do not sell on website on the website, but right. I am accessible. I'm happy to shop personally with people. I've done that before. Really? Customers can reach me through my website, and my handle is Artisan Gifts. So okay. it's artisangifts.com, and then at Artisan Gifts is Instagram. And primarily, the website shows a few products. I don't keep it updated much, but it shows what stores we're in and what markets we're participating in. That's fantastic. And then a way to reach me. And I 100% stand beside or behind my product. So always want people to be able to reach out to me through email or text or whatever. So that's all available. Well, wonderful. I'll put all of that in okay. the description below. So be if people great. want to see it, they can click on it. So That would be great. Well, again, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Josh. Absolutely, gang. Okay. Well, this has been another episode of the Emporium Podcast. I'm Josh saying don't forget to go to our website, theemporiumcastlerock.com today. That way you can see all the wonderful vendors and stuff that is taking place over there. So, gang, have a great day, and we'll see you at the shop. <laughs>